on this week's episode of Homeless Superior. This bitch is sitting on a fucking plane wing. Like and, gremlin style. Yeah, and very yeah, literally and Twilight Zone, all that shit. All of a sudden she goes, oh, there's Mirror Island, sugar. Let me get off. No, Lifts sugar, say it right. the plane, it, mm-hmm. manages to be flying mm-hmm. while seated yes. at 700 miles an hour yes. on this fucking plane. Like, she uh-huh. literally just flies up and just I, is constantly yeah. going with the plane I don't anyway. understand what the problem is. She pulls a book out. Yes, that was so <laughs> she, upsetting to she, me. At 700 miles per hour, <laughs> finds the exact like page, says, out. yep, yep, this is it. And then she shoves that book right up her ass again because you never see it again. Well, Brent is gay and Kaylin's gay and Clark is gay and Ryan's gay and Adam's gay. It's Homo Superior. Welcome to Homo Superior, where if you follow people around and judge them, and you're in the right place. Issue 254, I'm Kalen. I'm Clark. I'm Ryan. I'm Adam. And I'm Brent Wingate. And this week, She-Hulk goes to Abomination Spa and tries to find her moment of gin. If you love <laughs> rainy beach vacations, you can join the X-Men animated team on their trip to Muir Island. Come for the rocky cliffs. Stay for the variety of accents. Muir Island. <laughs> <laughs> it's rough. It was Irish. Uh, That's fine. Yeah, but... And as the X-Men, X-Men animated series would say, not a wrong choice. <laughs> uh, we talk about more issues, especially the ones that Tony Stark has about being, being sad. Clark attacks the news, and Ryan attacks her eardrums with this week's Plug Me Daddy. But first, uh, uh, killing a, a little housekeeping. Uh, wow. Okay. So Seinfeld? Yeah, it's a little uh, Seinfeldy. Uh, so New York Comic Con is coming up. Uh, some of us will be there. Uh, we are doing a special... Bar Sinister X-Men podcast happy hour on Saturday, October 8th, starting at 7 p.m. It's going to be at Social Food and Drink on top of the Yotel. Uh, We are uh, joining forces along with House of X, uh, X-Reads podcast, the XY podcast, Comic Book Queers, and Power of X-Men. Please come. We'd love to have you. We'd love to come on you. I heard there's a special guest that might also be making appearance. Yeah. Yeah. Might also be making up. Yeah, it's me, Kalen Batia. I'm the special guest. And uh, you know, if you can't make it to the happy hour, that's fine. Mm-hmm. As long as you are having a drink at 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. and looking at the same moon, we are. Yeah. Just Facetime you. Uh, Facetime yeah. me. My yeah. number is five 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 five. That doesn't sound made up at all. Yeah. If uh, you don't want to see Ryan Reynolds, like, don't come. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Oh, oh and that's wait, a wow. guarantee. I thought Ryan Krull was coming. Uh, Ryan Crone. <laughs> Crone. No, no, I got it. All right. Uh, We've driven that into the ground. But I don't know if you guys saw, we got a little preview for the upcoming X-Men storyline. We don't have a lot of details yet, but we did get a teaser image. Sins of Sinister. Uh, It's welcome to an entire universe cursed by the Sins of Sinister in January 2023. We've got three images. uh, One where you've got... uh, like a different looking storm fighting a female uh, Nightcrawler and Nocturne, it looks like. It does mm. look like Nocturne, yeah, from Exiles. And then some kind of quasi-Captain america is, but but it's got like the sinister diamond uh, on, on his forehead. Uh, you've got... It, uh, it looks like Waluigi. Uh, holding uh, a shield. Yeah. So it does look like Waluigi. <laughs> I think yeah, yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. pointy nose for Waluigi's me. Waluigi's the character I play in any Marvel game. Listen, yeah. I will not have this Waluigi shaming. He is the hottest part 
of <laughs> Mario Kart. Yeah, Waluigi number one. <laughs> 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 All right, so the second image, you've got a different kind of looking sinister in like what looks like a spaceship or some kind of a fortress mm-hmm. and being attacked by cable and some kind of beast looking. Basically a beast, yeah. It's beast, him. but with like sharper teeth it maybe. It looks like a fucking piranha there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Sinister looks hot. I would have sex with that Sinister. Yeah. I like S- that Sinisterestro. That's the sin of yeah. me. Sinisterestro. Sinisterestro. That's actually, he does look like that. And then the last image uh, looks like some kind of Thor or Odin or some kind of Norse god. Thoden. Thoden. Uh, and then like another Nocturne-esque looking creature. But I'm really excited for the person holding the sword because... That looks like motherfucking Rasputin, y'all. Welcome back. So we're speaking of New York Comic Con, we're gonna get more information there at the uh, Marvel Comics's next big thing panel. They'll give us some more details, but clearly, as soon as Axe ends, and then you know they do the little like Spider-Man crossover with Zeb Wells, it's gonna go into Sins of Sinister. It looks very much like an Age of Apocalypse or uh, Age of X Men, mm-hmm. like alternate universe. It'll reset the books because we know several of the books are ending soon. Uh, this is this is the world we live in, y'all. Uh, it's like these Constant seasons change. seasons of comics versus like the longevity of comics when we were growing up reading them. Sure. What do you guys think of the the promo image? I'm most interested in the Thoden panel because I want to know what the fuck that lantern is doing there. There's like a little light in the background. Mm. That looks like it's floating around in some sentient fashion. Oh yeah, yeah. and I have no idea what that homeboy it, is up to. It looks very like uh, like a gas lamp, you know, from yeah. like Victorian it, era. No, it doesn't. It, <laughs> also, it almost looks like don't she's, gaslight me. She's with her sword. She's almost controlling it. It looks. Maybe. There's a lot of Maybe. yeah. The, the imagery. Oh, it's actually it looks like it's part of her tail. No, 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 no. That's not. Hmm. So it for. For me, it, it feels like there's three distinct timelines maybe going on at the same time, and they converge a little bit. Um, and that's how we sort of get like Rasputin maybe coming to R616 in the middle. And then there's another timeline sort of going on as well. Where was Nocturne from originally? Do we remember? Which universe? I don't remember the designation. one. It was Scarlet Witch and Nightcrawler had a baby and then created Nocturne is who she is. But I forget where she comes from but it's, maybe it's it's oh, so many numbers. I don't remember. There's a lot of numbers. There's involved. a lot of numbers out I, uh, there. Five 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 five. Do you remember that, that episode of Rick and Morty where they have the time traveling snakes, and then it just of kind course. of eats itself because all the people keep talking about snake back. jazz. Snake jazz. Yes. I kind of hope that all the Moiras that are in Sinister's, you know, menagerie, get put in some sort of pocket dimension, and then all of the alternate timelines of Sinister start killing off their Moiras. That's a great And point. creating chimeras oh. and spiraling things out of control. That could be easily. It, as long as we get Rasputin in the main 616, I'm kind of okay. Well, what are the, I mean, the two, yeah, the two major, not sins, but certainly what he's doing are, is using Moira to reset and then also chimeras. So like, it's obviously just going to be a plotline of like everything collapsing on itself. Well, so there's correct. also, remember, the different sinisters, one of whom works for Orcus, the one that has the club right. on his forehead. So. A lot of things could be happening. New exciting stuff. New yeah, costume for Storm, though. Very excited. Uh, let's get on to some MCU Next TV, which is our weekly segment focused on the latest and greatest of the MCU Disney Plus TV shows. We might digest some of these as entire seasons and extra issues, but we know folks can't wait to talk about weekly spoilers and reveals. So let's get down with She-Hulk Episode 7 and X-Men, the animated series, Season 1, Episode 9. 
She-Hulk episode seven, the retreat. Jen goes on a date with or goes on dates. Oh, it's Multiple getting dates serious three, with a guy she likes, and then heads to Abomination's wellness retreat to get in touch with herself. I was really attracted to Josh. I still am. Everyone, What's a Josh. J- Josh. What's a Josh? What's a Josh? Oh, he's the yeah, That's a beautiful man that you guy. meet at a wedding after you've punched a woman's teeth. When out. he's like standing there with his like old school Mercedes 380 SL yeah. and just like smiling at her, I'm like, fucking, my basement got flooded. R- really it pandering it. to you. Yeah, do you yeah. think the incel community was mad at the representation there? That mm. yeah, well, that they, guy's they, clearly a Chad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't think they'd also like the fact that he's Asian. Yeah, right. He's so hot. Uh, he really played the long game. Not to jump to the end of the episode, but for him to go to that whole wedding, go on three pretty long dates, and all just to get like in that. I mean, what a I have good been, undercover yeah, agent. I have been. He's committed I was to, say, to his Kaylin's work. done that many times. No, before. that's <laughs> happened. Like worst <laughs> things. Have, worst things have happened to me with guys that have been. Oh, yeah, your blood's been taken while you're sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> That's the least of what's <laughs> happened to me. That's the least. They vampires your penis? Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't they, it like thumbs up, like got the blood? Like, did she not wake up at any point? She was, just, I mean, she, she when you hulked. get fucked good, you're gonna fall asleep. Yeah. You're like, gonna. I do feel like I would notice a needle. <laughs> needle I don't know. Yeah. That's It's hard to tell because I, that's not How would you notice me, from all the other needles that are in you during it, sex? It did feel. Did <laughs> you do Kim sex? Ow, I feel like something pinched. Yeah, that's the way it's supposed to feel. <laughs> it did It did feel odd that they sort of didn't show that. Like, at least if he had, like, mixed some. I don't know. Or maybe if they Horse were like tranquilizer yeah, in her cereal. If they showed that like she gets blackout drunk. Yeah. Like she normally does. And she doesn't turn into the <laughs> She-Hulk. I do think that that there definitely was a surprise. Like I was like, oh, he's the intelligentsia. That's like obviously not good shit. But it did seem like they were like, it, Every, I think it would, the, whatever scene they would show you for how he would take, take the blood it would just be like awkward so they were like forget I, it i can't take intel intelligentsia seriously because it's the name of a coffee brand i really like <laughs> from seattle wasn't it the name of like a, a fascist political party on italy no it's a coffee it's delicious yeah i know but i, I thought i got no that was intelligentsia before before guys, guys what you're talking about is all the same thing yeah. it's all the same company <laughs> that's how it's, they make money what it's, it's a fascist oh it's espresso and cappuccino <laughs> yeah. i get it it's italian i wouldn't doubt that for certain italians okay uh, i am gonna give so the first half of the episode has i i think it did it as well but i i am gonna give credit because insecure had an amazing episode that talks about ghosting and talks about existing in a relationship but like they it was great to see again but it was really funny that this definitely felt like the white woman version of the scenario <laughs> as opposed to the insecure version. Oh. Mainly because the dating itself was just so picturesque romantic comedy that I was like, uh. It was like that first 15 minutes of Up where it's just right. like, oh, yeah. it's silent. And there's a fun, happy piano <laughs> playing and everything. Their life is going swell. But, you know, they loved food trucks, too. Yeah. That was tough. To that see. was <laughs> tough. That's like very 2012. Of that. I love that food work trucks. for a TV show? What, food like, trucks? make it all lovey-dovey, cheese-bolly comedy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it Rip does. it up, rip it up. But <laughs> I definitely, like, even though Insecure did it better, it still, oh, tri- of course. It still triggered me that, like, I have been like, when's he going to text me? Wait, what? Oh, yeah. Mom, no, I don't want to talk to you right now. That's because we're like, both fucking crazy. Kid, you were both, I felt that episode as well. <laughs> I was, like, on the plane getting heart palpitations. I was watching it on my flight back, and I was getting heart palpitations just being like, oh, I feel when, for you, Jen. I feel for you. When she was sending that text, I was like, don't send that one. Don't send it. Don't send it. Yeah. There's well, an episode of a show. I don't remember what the hell the show was, um, where, 
like for maybe more than half of the show, she's just waiting for like the dot 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 to like to go yeah. away. Yeah. Like supposedly he's been typing for two days and that's why it keeps <laughs> appearing. And then at the very end of the episode, it like just vanishes and she's like, I miss the dot dot dot. <laughs> what show is that? I don't remember, but I'm that thinking great. the meme of like the dot 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 turning into a ghost and then <laughs> flying away. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Uh, what did you guys think of the cavalcade of Abbott and Costello, wacky okay. characters. Awful. Okay, Awful. this this is where the episode Here, got a little bit tough. <laughs> if there were people in the universe that were half man, half animal, do you think that should have been slid into the world a little bigger than just like some <laughs> weird, gross-looking dude? At, like this is a man bull, as was saying. Wow, so judgmental of poor man bull. He looked like shit. He looked like <laughs> no, no, no. He looked like um, a good pivot, villain Clark. from a show from like maybe the late nineties, yeah. early two thousands in a yeah. sci-fi. Uh, he looked like the awful. Power Rangers were about to come. I was going to say the Power yeah. Rangers. Yeah. Rita Repulsa is just <laughs> about to show up. So I like them. I did too way. because they're awful. the actual they're actual characters. I, I think if we no, it doesn't matter. Actual actual characters. They were I, awful. I I know, but I was like. I, the fact I got to see Porcupine and, and uh, El, uh, what's his face? Aguila. Aguila. Who, that's Eagle and... Spanish. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. El Aguila. Like, I was like, I never expect to see those characters in any kind of, like, adaptation. I of will say of comic. the three, I think El Aguila, El Aguila was spot on. Yeah. yeah. Was the vampire guy a person? I didn't... I have never... I, I, I didn't Saracen, I, I enjoyed him. him. I thought the jokes were I, fun. I think, what were you thinking? Oh, I, I just... I, I thought th- that whole group scene just went on Awful. a little bit too yeah. long. Yeah, and impressive. So, so sure. it, yeah, yeah. The, it did feel that way. And it's like they could have trimmed it up a little bit. Her coming to his realization could have come in a little bit better way, too. It's It wasn't terrible, but it was... It was some sort of cringy and it's still a little boring at times. Did Very anybody boring. else think that like they were putting her on and like the whole thing was a long game by Emil to get her from to turn from She Hulk into Jen and she was sitting in that special chair? I thought there that was something would, coming Saracen back. Saracen is real, yeah. yeah for it Punisher. did. I gotcha. do. I would agree that I think it felt over engineered in the sense that like I don't. I don't. It was. I thought it was kind of weird that it was like all these men telling the woman yes. that she's wrong. So I, I didn't feel an energy from that. Why wasn't I was like, there oh. a single female on yeah. that, like and in that group? We're supposed to support, we're we supposed to support anything that happened in there. This man shows up who beat, like tried to beat the shit that, out of her weeks yeah. before. And I they're like, now be yes. friends with him. That, and I'm like this man tried, we did the cheat. Is that what I was infuriated. I w- it made me so mad because I, in general hate in TV shows when characters, have actions that force them to the jokes that they want to write where it's like oh we've got two characters and now they are supposed to play parents so we give them something they've got to take care of and then they take on you know caricatures of the way parents bicker with each other instantaneously and you're like that's not no human being would do that i wouldn't suddenly start you know being the nagging wife or the you know uh you know unaware husband just because we're now taking care of like a potato This whole thing was set up so that Jen could be introduced to the guy who physically tried to attack her and then force her to go through their dumb circus in order for her to have a personal realization about something that is really, I I think the realization is important, but the context of where, where she is, it does not matter. Yeah, it does not fucking real. matter. She should have been, she was She was completely right to be angry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She was right to fucking throw him across the room. Yeah. And the everyone kind of patronizing her was and belittling her anger was infuriating. And it did not seem like the show 
was saying that 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 kind of behavior was bad on the part of the spa. No, like would you if he wasn't included in that group, would you have enjoyed that scene more or? Yeah, because then there isn't the contrast. Then then what they're doing is like, yeah, we recognize what we're doing is stupid and silly and it can Uh, feel dumb. But if you let the process happen, then it can work. I can in, see that. In yeah. episode one, she goes on a lot with not wanting to be mansplained by her cousin about how to yeah, become right. this character. And now she just gets mansplained by five people I, in order to make her feel good and happy. Why was there not a, a female-identifying person in that group? Like, I, why was it only males? So I, and porcupines. I actually agree with exactly what, you know, what both all three of y'all said. But I'm wondering if they're going to play the long game about it because... The uh, the guy who was part of the wrecking crew who was attacking She-Hulk uh, a few episodes ago and was in the little like you know in the group and she had to like quote unquote forgive him. Um, we saw in the last episode like they are trying to find and like the like a stronger needle mm-hmm. that they can use to draw her blood. He was part of that, so I'm wondering if all of this is still part of a like a long bigger, con. Bigger. You're right, yeah. And so like I I just I don't necessarily buy Emil's you know, his like anti heel yeah. turn. Hero turn. Hero, his hero <laughs> turn. And so I think I think that's part of the even though the uh the show has felt very episodic that there is this now yeah. like ongoing saga. And so um I'm hoping the next few episodes could redeem that scene. If it doesn't, I agree with you completely, but I'm gonna give the benefit of the doubt of the show and let them, you know, uh figure out what the next I, three episodes are. I also do think that it's or at, next two episodes. At least with whatever, what is it, hot guy? What's hot guy, hot dating guy? Josh. 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 I do also appreciate, and uh, Andrew and I, my boyfriend, were talking about this, where it's like, it is, he. Oh, so you're not single. Like <laughs> Jen is. <laughs> but it's so interesting that, like, the the villains so far, like, the main villains are just, like, douchey fucking incel guys. Like, I, I also appreciate, and I almost would like, I think they're going to end up having some fucking mad dash where they all have superpowers from Asgardian armor. But I'm like, it's also fitting of the storyline to be like, yeah, fucking men can be real shitholes. And I think it's like pretty useful to have some level of that and not have this like big boombastic like supervillain, particularly because I love that they've taken abomination off the board of like, yeah, he's reform. He's this. If they do flip him for some reason, I'd be very upset by that too, because I think they're also telling such a fun, interesting storyline that provides more color to the MCU than like, it's always going to be a knockout drag out battle versus like we have the show for a reason of like, we can do different things. She doesn't do a whole lot of knockout drag out. She usually just goes, (laughs) (laughs) I just sort of throw someone every once in a while. Yeah. That's great. I kind of like that. (laughs) What I usually do. Um, I hated porcupine because he had such a good run in the comics during Mm -hmm. the spider woman, uh, series where he becomes kind of like, godfather to his kid and they also become a romantic connection it was so fantastic i feel like if a writer wants to use a character as a throwaway they have to read a seminal run for that character mm. to decide whether they want it to and be a throwaway whole, character the same could be said Awful. i'm still offended by mr immortal Awful, totally offended every single mm. character they threw in I, here has been I, wrong that offended I think me because he's level. so unimportant was fine yeah but like i'm not the matador well i did a little matadoring when you know yeah. earlier yeah. when yeah. i was younger zeb wells wrote this episode Zeb motherfucking Wells. Yeah. And so, like, the guy knows comics. And so, pl- clearly, there's probably notes given to him by, like, the showrunner or whatever. Like, like you they're never going to fucking bring Porcupine into the, the MCU where he's, not, where he's not a throwaway. You know what? Like, they're that's, like, let's use That's why I'm saying don't use yeah. him. No, I know. But then you'd have him be use some a character that's so unimportant. I, I don't know, like, man. I think there is probably like a bad... There's somewhere in between these side characters that... 
you make them more real as a character and you don't have to give them a full storyline. Like it's, it's really stupid that he opens up and then pulls off his mask and somehow this square area of his face is so smelly that everyone's immediately revolted. <laughs> like that's, I understand you guys are trying to go for a joke, but you don't have that to undercut. Like a joke. You no. have to undercut no. everything serious with a, a punchline immediately after that yeah. doesn't even fucking make sense. I literally thought when he took off his mask, it was going to be some Just, reveal of like him like being a master manipulator with uh, all this shit. It still could very well happen. Not not the reveal of the face, but like them working with Josh, working with Intelligentsia, working with whomever. You know, like this is conspiracy to get She Hulk. Maybe I just didn't like his outfit. Uh, no, it was bad. It's it's possible. It looked like a bad RuPaul's Drag Race, like runway. <laughs> but it seems like everyone is behaving really, really stupidly in a way that yeah is not. It doesn't give me the same like I, it, if that reveal is true, I won't feel as good as other shows that have done this kind of stuff more competently. I think again, it, I it, think that's real. That's a, that's a good. That's a valid criticism. I would have liked if Porcupine, when he pulled off his mask, he actually looked like a porcupine. Yeah, yeah. that would have been cute. Yeah, I, I do think Aww. that, like, certainly on the back half of this show, it is it's edging more into the episode of the week comedy territory where the. Jokes are just not as sustainable. But that's what they want, though. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm not. I, I'm still really enjoying it. I can see why you guys may not like it as much. I had a great time with the episode. I think it generally worked. And I'm also just like, it's also, it's fucking MCU comedy. Like, very rarely does every joke in these in the like MCU actually work because now they're so ham-fisted. Yeah. Because they're like, that's part of their... Shtick. Uh, shtick, yeah. Like, part of the design, part of the brand... And I'm like, most of these jokes are just like, Jesus fucking Christ. But I, I, mm-hmm. I still aspirationally like this show. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I, it has one of my favorite moments of the show so far. The monologue that She-Hulk delivers about her versus Jen and what that mm-hmm. insecurity meant to her. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's a really Great. lovely that's, moment yeah, couched real, yeah. in absolute dog shit. Yeah. You wanted it. Yeah, I, could, I do agree with you that the show pulls its punches instead of actually having people process because i think that also would make it a more interesting version of the mcu because like the mcu is so focused on like oh yeah uh we solved racism or like yeah let's solve that problem solved now don't worry about all those dead people like the fact that it would just have a even keel tone for like one episode of real learning i thought could have been really good as well i agree because i'm like if you're pitching around like you think of insecure insecure is a comedy pitch a stuff like the ghost episode but then also can stop when it's like actually serious. And I'd, I'd love for the MCU to do that because they can't keep dealing with like emotional or like heavier issues and then not, um, represent or them. have a real ghost there. You yeah. Know? That would oh, the ghost. Have, She's yeah. going to be in Thunderbolts. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great. Werewolf by night. <laughs> Any other thoughts on she Hulk? She's green. You I'm just right. happy. We didn't have this B storyline with the goddamn law firm again. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That law firm—they don't know how to law. They're not good at it. Yeah, <laughs> but, <laughs> but they think the they're judges. so great, and they do so much good, and but, then they're like, mm, "You didn't deserve to be at that point." So what? But no one, no one in the legal system in this universe knows how to do anything. No, <laughs> they're all bad. It's different rules, baby. And yeah, it's You're just like the comics. Uh, no one applies crook, any Captain reality. Hook. No, the comics actually handle it better. Let's do X-Men Animated Series Season 1, Episode 9, The Cure, Not the Band. A doctor on your island oh. claims to have a cure for being a mutant. First appearances from Apocalypse, <gasps> Angel, Ooh, Myra, Ooh, Avalanche, and Pyro. And some Swiss woman Ooh, who I, talks I, to... 
Is she Swiss? Is that what it? Yeah, yeah. It's the chalet. Where is Warren? That's true. In in Switzerland, you've got you know German, you got French, you got Flemish. It's all it's all up in there. Uh, I do love how Warren Worthington is such a bougie bitch. He's like mm-hmm. when he's like, I'm Warren Worthington the third. And it's like, you attacked me in my chalet. I'm like, okay, that we felt get it. Real. There's a that, line about, that a, a, about trauma in a chalet. And I was like, that is the worst <laughs> book title. <laughs> trauma <laughs> so psychological book, Trauma in the yes, Chalet. It's coming up next after Downton Abbey. It's yeah. Trauma it's, in the Chalet. Yeah. Yeah. For being a kid show growing up, they do have surprisingly accurate, annoyingly like real uh, no, adults was, in there. Uh, a couple of them, I was like, God, that person exists in the world. Yeah. For people who have watched the whole thing, you know mm-hmm. that one episode that's the Iceman episode where they actually go back in time and talk about the fact that Iceman was on the original team and yeah. Polaris was on, and Havoc were on the team? Yeah. Did they show Archangel being on the, te- Angel being on the team? I don't think so. I, I think Angel was always, always kind of his Simon, own person. He wasn't they one of the originals. They just chopped him off. They just chopped him off. So, yeah. yeah, I just thought it was weird that Angel and Cyclops didn't just didn't maybe know who he, the fuck each other maybe was. Maybe he was God. just wearing that trench coat that apparently hides those fucking huge Makes wings. Makes people not yeah. know who you are, <laughs> yeah. period. Can Your we talk about the someone else's? best Worthington moment, though, mm. which is when he's flying and oh, runs into Rogue. Yep, mid-air. such a good line. Ask a genuine question, and that question is, how are you flying without wings? <laughs> <laughs> That's not... Unreasonable, isn't it? Though in this world, like, does he, he not have a know? TV? He hasn't met a bunch of mutants. He's like, he's... I have to like my my power is flight Those because fucking... I have wings. She's flying without wings. Like, it's like we have the same power, right? right. But pissed. he still lives in the same year as everyone else. Like, he can watch. You're the assuming news. that this is she, a she's lived on the in... news. Yeah. Hey, well, hey. you're but like you're assuming that this is like lived. No, no, no. He doesn't own a TV. He's one of those rich people that doesn't own a TV. Oh yes, I don't watch TV. No, he only reads. He goes to. He sees films. Yes. but only at Sundance or or uh, uh, Venice. Can can can. Now I just thought that was so funny that of all the it areas of line. all the areas of the air. To run into. To be very fair, be fair about to this. Warren, this bitch is sitting on a fucking plane wing, like gremlin style. Yeah, and yeah, very literally and Twilight Zone, all that shit. All of a sudden, she goes, "Oh, there's Mirror Island, sugar. Let me get off." No, Lifts sugar. Off say it right. The plane mm-hmm. manages to be flying mm-hmm. while seated. Yes. At 700 miles an hour yes. on this fucking plane. Like, she uh-huh. literally just flies up and just I, is constantly yeah. going with the plane. I don't anyway. understand what the problem is. She pulls a book out. Yes, that was so she, upsetting to she, me. At 700 miles per hour, <laughs> finds the exact like page, says, out. yep, yep, this is it. And then she shoves that book right up her ass again because you never see it again. Yeah. Still I not, don't see what the problem is. Still not the most upsetting thing about Rogue in that episode. When she compares Juggernaut to uh, General Sherman <laughs> rolling into Atlanta, I was like, what? She, they have to show, th- she's Southern. Like, uh, yeah, <laughs> but is she like a South, the South shall rise again, Southern? That's where she probably lived around, yeah. 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 Well, I, I <laughs> that's she's a, she's that's, a cosmopolitan mutant now. She knows girl, better. She, she, she's you know, she hangs out with that then. creepo Cody who just sounds like some adult baby that's trying to fuck her. <laughs> so we got more Cody backstory. Grossest Cody backstory. Yeah, Sean Cody. Yeah, um, basically. What did we think about Mystique's talking first appearance? She was freed from Genosha and then became Dr. Adler. Um, it worked for me. I do love the the children's cartoon notion of like every smart scientist is a German Al- yes. Albert Einstein. Yeah, correct. <laughs> every much. single one of them. And you always have to somehow bring Stonehenge into any sort of <laughs> sci-fi thing <laughs> ever. So true. Can I talk a little bit about the subtext in this episode? Yeah. It's the whole thing of like, you know, being born a mutant and wanting to change. 
uh, it's like all of us who, you know, maybe at one point when before we even came out, we realized we were gay. Uh, that Wait, we're... you're gay? You don't even have a dick in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it's my accent. How do you be gay if you don't have, have a, dick a dick in your mouth? If you have an accent in your mouth, you can't have a dick <laughs> in your mouth at the no, same time. No, no, no. My accent's so good that when there is a dick in my mouth mm. that you can still hear me normally. You can tell. That's how you can tell he's gay. Okay. Exactly. Uh, is the whole idea of like, well, maybe like if there's some way I could just be straight. If I could just turn straight. Yeah. And so, I mean, there's this the this sort of like quasi debate that happens in the episode. It's all kind of wrapped up with Rogue. And like she clearly is her power is a curse to her because she can't touch any other human being without completely screaming, screaming <laughs> <laughs> um, or or, you know, just like sucking out the energy of that person. Um, and so she makes a, a valid decision to her of yeah. like trying to change something around. But when professor X goes, it's up to them to decide what I was like, were well, you motherfucking like, you know, like self, like, you know, respectable respectability politics, motherfucker. Fuck you. I got annoyed with him. I understand the annoyance. Um, I do think there's a, lo- a much better framing of this issue in new mutants with Cosmar. How do you think that? I mean, obviously, the story can't handle that. Yeah, kind yeah. of. That, uh, a it was nineteen eighty-two. Like, <laughs> the they, animation it ha- itself can't deal with yeah, that. Yeah, there, there's like a lot of. There aren't a lot of non-human presenting, for lack of a better phrase, yeah. right. mutants. What do you think of like a mutant that would want to change because of that? I think that would be so weird. The, I think that would be. I still would be like. I mean, that would be a little problematic, and like. When, like, so when Cosmar in New Mutants wants to go through the Crucible to be reborn, Mirage tells her, this isn't right. You are a beautiful person. Yeah. I don't know why you're Beautiful you Mirage, who's, like, <laughs> yeah, she's gorgeous. gorgeous. <laughs> those those <laughs> fucking <laughs> cheekbones for days. the runway. Mirage. You change at all. Yeah, you're perfect the way you are. I, I, you could afford to eat a little less, but... You're perfect just yeah, the way I, you are. Sheena, to camera. Like, I fuck think off. you're I think the balancing <laughs> act of that and the compromise of it is that yeah, you it's still gonna be people's individual choices, the same reason we do we do everything. But as friends, family, like allies, what have you, you should have more of an obligation of Professor X to be like, You can make whatever choice you want. At least let me give you a pitch one more time or as many times as you want to talk. So then you mm-hmm. make the decision that's right for you. But I do think it's like you do have to let people make the right decisions, at least if they're not clouded by what they're She you just know, wants to touch someone. Yeah. Yeah. Just, that's be, a reasonable thing. To be fair to Professor X, though, he's a terrible professor. Well, right. Yeah. And, and also, no one is helping Rogue. Let's be honest. Gene and Cyclops, and they're like, what's wrong with Rogue? They had just fucked in they a were... barn on the ground. <laughs> yes! They had freshly fucked, and they're like, why, why isn't they she happy like us? Is, why isn't she? What's wrong with her? I, literally, I call that shit <laughs> out, too. Why can't she get over this? They're, there's, they can't have bedrooms, so they yeah. have to like, fuck in these barns they're where the construction They're always laying work down on the floor together. <laughs> well, the we, whole, everyone likes cuddling, but what? So the whole idea of the cure itself is problematic. Yeah. And they, right. they discussed this in House of X when in Moira's, what, third life, uh, when uh, Mystique, Destiny, Pyro, like they all kill her. And she says, I'm just presenting this as a choice to people. And Mystique very rightly says, like, you say it's a choice now, but someone's going to weaponize oh, this totally. in the future. So the idea of that is that's a problem. Like getting back to your question, yeah. Brent, 
Like, like the fact that like it's even there is a problem to me. The way you said it made it seem like I. Yeah, yeah, you. I, 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 I problem. Like I made the cure. Are you mad at this cure? <laughs> my my uh, most upsetting Sorry, thing this Brad. episode was when Moira invites um, Professor X to show up. She's like, "You should come and meet Doctor Adler," but he doesn't like anyone to come inside ever. So, honey, neither do I. <laughs> So you come here and, and you're never going to meet him. Lie. <laughs> yeah, that's, I'm just that's kidding. Not I true. love it. I don't like and it. And it's oh, always go, a Scottish go. woman that brings yeah. the guy over. <laughs> oh, I didn't hear about that. <laughs> it's, um, I did enjoy the buddy cop um, business of Avalanche and that drag king Pyro. <laughs> I love okay, the okay. Isn't he Australian? He's, that's what I was saying. He's but Australian. they called him Limey in the episode. Yeah, but, but, but that's they, wrong. they do this with lots of characters. No. We had Moira sounding Irish. Now we have uh, Pyro sounding British right. and supposedly well, is British. I do he, feel like at some point Australians also got Limey as well. No, Limey blimey. is very much a British no, they thing. Do, no, Australians do Blimey. Blimey. What are they called? I don't remember. I know <laughs> just Aussies. Kiwis no? are Kiwis, Aussies. Kiwis are Kiwis, yeah. Frogs are French. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. a lot of fruits thrown around. I feel like sailors weren't that discriminating. Um, what do you guys think is going to happen to Angel? <laughs> is I, he nothing. He doesn't okay. get shown again. I, well, I hope nothing another... ruins his wealth or his beauty. <laughs> yeah, I, <know. laughs> I, I love or his wings. Back in those days when people called someone a millionaire as if that was amazing. Uh, yeah, and you're that's like, a good uh, point. That's billionaire nowadays yeah. is the only yeah. thing that matters. Yeah. Talk about classism. All right. Any ass thoughts on X Men animated series? Really yes. good episode, actually. I really that liked it. It's a. It's well. I w- yeah. The last thing I'll end on is. The fucking no. cables theme. They just never fucking stop playing. Oh, yeah. I also love that they don't catchy. like, they're like, who is this cable? But why does he have our X Men logo like <laughs> on his <laughs> collar? He uh, like shoots his mother off a cliff or something. I know, right? I'm, I'm liking the, the the ways that they're layering in multiple plots now. Yeah. Cable's great. Uh, and I do like that the cure was a complete fake. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get on to our issues, which is our weekly recap of all things X. And this week we've got Axe, Avengers, X-Men, number 15, Amazing Spider-Man, number 10, and Marvel Voices featuring Richter. JK, it's not. (laughs) It doesn't have Richter at all. Let's talk about the Axe world. Avengers number one, Kieran Gillen and Federico Vicentini. And also Amazing Spider-Man was an Axe tie-in, too, so we can talk to them. We can do both of them together, baby. Iron Man is visited by the ghost of Avengers present. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he just I, had a bunch of visions. The okay. ghost of redheads present and past. Yeah, he <laughs> loves those redheads. I did like that one line. It's basically telling Jean Grey, it's like, you know, you keep talking like to me like that, I'm just going to come in my Well, he likes armor. redheads mean to him, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, that was weird because the last issue of Axe from last week when you had, you know, Captain America punching out of the, the egg with his shield. Hopefully his shield was they right by him. They said they were going to continue an Axe Avenger yeah. number one. <laughs> No, they went backwards in this. So it's, it was a good so issue, weird, but yeah. I was like, I was looking for some like yeah. Steve Rogers coming back from the dead. It should action. have been him featured in this, not Iron Man. Um, okay, Wait, sorry, so I, thought, I didn't think this was. I going thought it was happening at the this same simul- time. This is concurrent. Yeah, it, yeah. it is concurrent, but we don't quite know what he's currently it, doing. It's they like no, they feeded it in from Acts Five, where it's like to be continued in this, and I'm like. Yeah, the side plot that's not really going to fucking yeah, it's do t- anything. Too big to do it, everybody else but the big thing that's <laughs> happening in this issue. Yeah. <laughs> they, they might as well have just been like Captain America gets out of the egg and goes, I wonder what Iron Man's doing. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty oh, much what happened. What do you think Tony's what's up to? Yeah, that would it's be, one panel. That would what's be Tony very doing? funny if the whole thing was then they cut to the end 
and it's Steve Rogers sitting with his arm outside of the egg going. And then I bet he said, oh, well, I'm a sad drunk. I ruined everything. <laughs> Why couldn't I make a bigger suit of armor? They spent way too much time together because that's yeah. a pretty good Iron Man. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, like that the progenitor um, has crabs. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, he just riddled ah. with it. So true. Oh, baby. You They're judge that much, you're going to get some STIs, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I did like, okay, I, a funny line was when Tony was like, I'm the only Avenger here. And Cersei was like, well, I was an Avenger. And the Wolverine was like, yeah, <laughs> so was too. I. I was it's like, good bit of continuity. With, with these crossovers, one of the things that I think is so fun is we get these small groups of like, because when an event happens, Teams get devastated. Yeah. So we get these small groups of survivors that have to work together. Yeah. So I do like this ragtag group. Yeah, me too. Like, oh, yeah, that's like great. The three, gr- like three groups having to work together. I, I think that stuff should happen. It feels like teamwork, char- baby. character bingo. Where yeah. Just like pulling a handful. Yeah, so Gene and Logan and Tony and Cersei. Wonderful. Wild. Good, good banter. Yeah. Well, and it, I think it works because this is such a major crossover and obviously, I assume, hopefully have some general ramifications for the Marvel Universe. Whereas, like, I think I, I forget the name of it, but it was the one that, like, Blade ran where they were like, you can't talk about the uh, Goblin. Strike Force. We, yes. Strike Force. And, like, that's fun because they pull a bunch of random people together. But then I'm like, then it means nothing because none of them are actually doing anything. But Read like, next wave at some point. This is really good. Narr- <laughs> this is like really True. good narrative plus really interesting character interactions because it's it's very Endgame-esque, right? Where it's like you have all the leftovers and they do a bunch of shit together and it's really fun. Would you ship Jean Grey and Tony Stark? Yes. No. Yeah. Why? No. Well, well, you hate Jean. Is this why? No, I just don't think it would be interesting or work. Because uh, they don't like, as, as her, they don't like as the same herself, Netflix like she's shows. Not Phoenix, or she's very b- blank slate. But yeah. that's what I'm saying. They couldn't. They use like the problem is she plays too much. She's I think with Axe, she's coming into her own a lot more. At but least she, since X Men Red, like she's leading team. She's doing a lot more dialogue. Like it's they're doing. She's more interesting than like I'd rather have that pairing than Emma and Tony. Oh, a hundred. Emma yeah. Tony is. Oh, I'd too, rather have Emma Tony. I, it's too really? quippy. Too much. Too yeah. much quippiness. I, I, I do feel like Emma, Emma and Tony would be the power couple that would like make a double progenitor or something that's like <laughs> yeah. even worse. It's yeah. not real chemistry. <laughs> like, exactly. They, they would be quipping back and forth, and you're like, at the end of the day, you're like, do you want to have sex? And they're like, no, I'm just exhausted from being so sassy <laughs> yeah. all the time. And you're like, no. But Gene and Tony would fuck. I no, I don't think they would fuck at all. I want to keep talking about. Oh no, no, Gene's Emma. a freak. I like she, the Emma. Definitely, it would ever happen. Emma, certainly would never happen. Emma and Tony is great because they're like Ivanka and Jared Kushner. Uh, but actually intelligent. Well, and... and <laughs> oh, don't say that. Jesus and, Christ. Well, and conversely... Or Grimes and Elon Musk, but, like, yeah. likable. Oh, my God. We already know that Emma's going to be teaming up with Captain America, and that's who I... Like, Emma has to fuck the Boy Scouts. Like, that's, I, that's what right. I want. That's yeah. good. That's fucking hot. That like, is her hot. And, yeah. Her and Captain She's, America, they're going to be so sexy. You wouldn't, yeah. like, you wouldn't like Gene... You know, going up to Tony and like, hey, can I take you out? And he's like, all right, I'll let you take me out. And then she just takes him to therapy. <laughs> no. Okay. I don't. I think Gene should be in therapy. I don't think she goes either. They both go to Birdie. Can we bring in a third? <laughs> oh, Birdie. <laughs> she is a good therapist. The real star of the, the renaissance of Birdie. Yeah. What, what year was Birdie's year? 2022. That's what yeah. It's amazing. Uh, She's being played currently by uh, Gene Smart. Yeah. Let's tie some amazing <laughs> Spider-Man number 10 in. Zeb Wells and Nick Dragota. Spider-Man is followed and judged by his progenitor in the form of Gwen Stacy. I love this issue. I loved, loved, loved this issue. Mostly Nick Dragota's art. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just so happy to see him doing Marvel stuff. He uh, did some of the issues of uh, Fantastic, FF yeah. and Fantastic Four from uh, Jonathan Fist Hickman. Fucking. But also he did <laughs> East of West uh, with Jonathan Hickman for Image. 
Uh, his art looks great. Um, and I loved like the weird hauntingness of Gwen Stacy just Sarah. being there. Yeah. And like each of them had their own, like the moment with like what aunt may and just having Ben, uh, uncle yeah. Ben, like yeah. holding her. Like, I just, I just like, I don't know. This issue just hit me emotionally. They uh, knew it would. It, it just, well done. it was really well done. It's just well done. Zeb and I, and Nick. I also like Spider-Man's technique of uh, like, well, uh, the whole world might end, so I'm just going to make sort of peace with everyone, Like, which I think a lot of people oh, would do that. That's yeah. pr- he's that, probably done that a million times by the now, like, if you think about it. It ends that's every true. week, basically. Yeah. Do you yeah. think there was anything undercut by the fact that he's like, oh, the world's ending, this is what the progenitor would want, that's why I'm making peace. I don't peace. think he's thinking that way. I think he's like, the world is going to end, so... I, he wasn't I fighting mailboxes, let's say that. I don't know. See, my issue is that <laughs> I don't want to ever see Ghost Spider-Gwen, I mean, spy, uh, of Gwen ever again. Like, every single writer has to write Gwen and have fucking important Gwen in it. And, like, they have to have some image of her, or we ghost got, of her, or this of her. And I, I just either literally bring over. her back alive or I never want to see you her again. You also have, like, a... You have literally Gwen, like the other alternative yeah. versions of Gwen running Spider around. Gwen. So it does feel like it takes the window of the sales yeah. of this being such an important I just thing. don't... Who would you like judging? Peter Parker. Exactly. Uh, supermarket lady. Wait, wait who? <laughs> but I don't know. You know exactly. Oh, okay. Maybe exactly. Who else actually matters? Yes. He was in one Marvel comic. I mean, yeah. Uncle Ben would have made sense. Uncle actually. Ben. Yeah. I'm. I'm mm-hmm. I think even Norman? though she's not as important, Jean DeWolf is Norman's a character there, that he though. definitely What's accidentally involved with killing off. Yeah, yeah, but the living people can judge. I I do think they're playing. They yeah. were obviously playing in Gwen Stacy on this particular run as well because we know there's something Spider-Man did six I mean, months yeah. ago. Oh, she has to know the Norman Osborn of it all. You know who I want. To be judged by him, the spider that fucking died after he bit him, and just be like, hmm. <laughs> the spider's just like oh, holding up all eight of his legs, going with like punching my at powers. Him. Yes. Yeah. I, would, I, I would also kind of be up for Gwen Stacy's father, who I forgot the name of Captain Stacy. It's Mr. just so Stacey. awful and depressing <laughs> that like it's it's more even like anger inducing because he would be furious. His first name is actually Stacy as well. Stacy, Stacy. think what his name is. And that was my first boyfriend's name, yeah. Stacy. Uh, let's talk X Men number 15. Jerry Duggan and Joshua Kassara. Forge tells the X Men his secret plan on how to deal with the children of the vault, which we have a class X on. If you'd love to learn about them, find it on our Spotify. Now that's a plug me daddy right there. Mm, I know, honey. I love it. Uh, what'd you guys think? <laughs> uh, great. Uh, Joshua Kassara's art just keeps getting better and better. I do want to uh, have Pepe Larraz back, but if we have quality fill-ins like this it's great i love forge basically telling cyclops snitches uh get stitches you bitches uh about like you know don't tell the daily bugle about this and it felt very much like that issue of ten of swords where like if the challengers didn't do the swords and like you know a rocco and a menth or a menth invades like the regular universe what would happen and it was like kind of like a like a what if, mm-hmm. and so Forge creating the what if, like creating like that force feel around the, around Super smart. the vault, fucking great. It just all of it layers for on me. layers, quite literally. Yeah. yeah, it's once again interesting. Interesting that Duggan writes a much better series when it's about this team than it is about the original team. Why did he hate which the was other fucking team so boring. much? I, I, I do think wonder. If, I, think decided, I think that was decided I, by I, Hickman. I th- I, Oh, okay. I do also yeah, wonder if I, it was like an evolutionary right. point for X-Men as the series because Hickman's was all episode like not episode of the week but like character of the like issue, character of the week where and then he took it over but so it was like we were kind of getting semi stories like Shiro fucking moving to Mars 
And then, um, then I think <laughs> that was, was a fun doing nothing. Sure. But then and that's what I mean. Like in this one, they're finally telling a, this team is together. Every mission they take is together. They're not planting it. Like the fucking high evolutionary randomly showing up for an issue and then mm-hmm. disappearing. And who gives a shit about that? And like they, Corticus, Cordyceps Jones, whatever. Cordyceps Jones. Cordyceps yeah, Jones. Was, thank it you. Was <laughs> <the> overall, <laughs> not that I know exactly. Yeah. The overall series plot line is more interesting as well, even though they didn't even have one. Cause only I, a couple I'm issues. tired of everyone shitting on Colossus as Colossus. I always Slide do that with, uh, about this choice. Because oh, he made the right decision. He's yeah. told at, at, by this point, all the X-Men should know that it was either him doing this or it was going to be, I just lost Orc- Orcus with his corpse right. showing it and spinning it his way. Like Forge should know that fact by now. So shut yeah, the fuck agreed. up, Forge. And we should just like stop shitting on Cyclops all the time. Everyone wants to except all the for time. except for um pr- whatever pregnancy that you were talking yeah, about. Pr- pregnant, pregnant, pregnant. I made up on it. Yeah, I made yeah. up on it. Uh, yeah. I I, re- I agree, Clark. I think though it completely makes sense. Like, if you go on vacation, the number of people who will just, like, months later ask you about it or any anything, p- people just want to make small talk. So their small talk with Cyclops is, hey, you fucking ratted us out to Ben. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. those two those two are the ones that are already in, cahoot, or in cahoots, right? Forge? Or is it Forge and, and Professor, Professor X? X. Yeah. Professor just, X. Are, uh, no, I think you should e- fucking get it by now just well, the same. It's an easy scapegoat because, like, like, let's say you have a friend, coworker, whatever – that ultimately did the right thing, but you don't know why they did the thing that they did. That's what I'm saying. He should fucking know by now. He but should know exactly why. They should all I'm know exactly saying, why. But sometimes, like, that's just human or mutant nature in this case. Well, then it's like, it's just easy bad. to blame somebody. And Cyclops is, has a very punchable personality. I'm sorry. He just does. I love Cyclops, but he just fucking does. I'm glad they do it now. And then it's not a thing where, like, someone forgets to write about it later. Like, they should have talked about it and yeah. never mention it. Yeah. I do want to uh, shout out Kasara's uh, artistry because uh, oftentimes when people are being carried in flight, they look really cool. But Kasara made sure that they looks that Cyclops and Havoc look stupid as fuck. Yeah. Being carried by Jean. <laughs> yeah. Because you absolutely would look ridiculous. She's mad. floating. Yeah. Someone would be with her hair <laughs> looks gorgeous, but they don't. They look <laughs> dopey as fuck. I love it. But like magic looks so goddamn good. Yeah. Her gold love outfit. It. Killing it. Love killing it. it. Love it. I, I wanted, she's go- going to end up to Valhalla one day. I feel like she's building up. Very, feels very, right. sh- very when right. she dies, is that what you mean? As guardian type shit. Get over it. Clark. Well, you know, Mirage is already a Valkyrie. It's because you die. All right, Ragnarok. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will go back to Clark's point. Yes, uh, D- uh, Duggan is having a great time writing this team. Mm-hmm. The only person I want replaced is Havoc. Havoc seems kind of useless on this I team. I want them he's to bring gonna, it, dig it in, though. He's going to come in at some point. There's a reason he's on this team because he's doing nothing. And there's a reason that he You're has You're saying his it's Chekhov's body. Havoc? Okay, got it. Yeah. No, I'm not saying that. <laughs> <laughs> Rasputin's Havoc. Yeah. Uh, let's talk Marvel Voices, Comunidades. Uh, this is part of the Ongoing Voices series, a menagerie of authors and artists creating some really great stories, specifically focused on uh, Hispanic Heritage Month. Uh, what did you guys think, and what were some of your favorites? Um, so I'm not going into the actual one that's actually X-Men related, but um, okay. they're the White Tiger one. I found really interesting because she starts talking about her relatives who were previous white tigers. And they talk about Angela del Toro, who's her aunt. Mm-hmm. I mean, no, she's the other way around because weirdly she's the aunt, even though she's younger oh, than yeah. own, uh, the, the previous one. She um, only was white tiger for like a couple of years. 
And obviously Chimera, this character they introduced, is going to be her because they talked about her in it. There's yeah. no other fucking reason to have her. Mm-hmm. So the reason I wanted to bring this up is that they talk about the Tiger God so much. And the Tiger God was just reintroduced in the most recent issue of uh, Defenders Beyond as the like antithesis of the Phoenix. Mm. So they... This is spoilers, everybody, a bit, but it's not the end of the series, no. so it's a middle spoilers. Yeah. Anyways, so they um, they go, they travel into the white hot room. They're traveling through different dimensions and stuff. So we have the Phoenix there, but it's not the same Phoenix that is currently um in right. Avengers. So it's like the a Phoenix form that's being created at all times. It's really cool. Tiger becomes the Tiger form, and they fight, and it's fucking awesome. But anyways. No. In the issue, they tie into, they literally do imagery. This is Al Ewing, by the way. So, obviously, yeah. the imagery from the, ish, the some of the Phoenix issues in the original run, like to the nth degree where it's different stylized, but they still have um, the architect that talks to her at one point mm-hmm. in one of the, it's really fucking fam- fabulous. Read this series. So, the story that uh, Clark just mentioned, the White Tiger one, uh, it's uh, called Secret Savior. It's by Alex Segura and Jorge Antonio. Um, I thought it was really a really good story as well, and uh, the I will talk a little bit about the Miles Morales. I'm sorry, Ryan, you're about to say something. Oh no, yeah, I just I think White Tiger is such an interesting character, and they reintrodu- reintroduce her like all the time, and I think she doesn't get the due. Mm. And half the issue is explaining her backstory. Yeah, because, exactly. And which makes me mad because she is fleshed out, and I just I want but her to be featured. She's a more. great character. She is a great character, and yeah. like they do this in every Marvel voices thing they like know. waste too many pages talking yeah. about it so if you're a new reader and you're like oh it's look a latina let me learn about their entire backstory and their relatives it seems yeah it's and it's I think before america chavez like became like uh, a mainstream like i think she had that same story like just these these are great characters that don't get the time that they I, should i agree um i will talk a little bit about the miles morales story music to my ears by edgar Delgado and Luis Morocho. I think the story was fine. Uh, I sort of enjoyed the way that music was integrated into into the storyline. Uh, but mostly, I just want to talk about the artwork. Mm-hmm. It was just gorgeous. Uh, Luis Morocho, like I've never seen his stuff before, uh, but absolutely stunning. Um, and then the one mutant storyline was mm-hmm. Shark, Der- Shark Girl's Day Off by Zoreda uh, Cordova uh, and Yasmin Flores Montan- uh, Mon- Montanez. Excuse me. And it's where Shark Girl kind of quasi teams up with Namor. Very cute storyline. Oh, I was going to say awful, he, awful. He, like, punched her in the <laughs> face the first five seconds, though. That's Namor, though. He punches that's everybody true. in the either well, he, it's not okay. <laughs> it's not okay, but he's either going to flirt with you or fight with you. That's it's, There's no fight or flight. It's flirt, flirt or fight. Yeah, and I wanted to flirt with someone who might be <laughs> under 18 based on the character. Yeah, that's not cute I at do all. love how on-brand Namor is that at some point, it's like count, what, the second Namor appears, it's countdown till he makes his iconic thigh forward pose <laughs> with his both nipples squarely out. Yeah, and he's always it. hips out. Yeah, yep. hips out. And pose to the camera, imperious sex. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he, knows, he knows his good angles. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Uh, anything else on Comunidades, number one? No. He knows Pick his good angles up. and his good anglers. Yeah. Oh God. Uh, we also have a special <gasps> extra recap. Whoa. We're talking about X Men Unlimited, which you can get on Marvel Unlimited, which is a wonderful service. Please sponsor us, Marvel Unlimited. You should sign up for it. So many <laughs> fucking cool comics, including these exclusive issues, uh, number 44 through 49, written by Steve Orlando and uh, illustrated by Ra- Rachelle Rosenberg. We continue the story of Nature Girl, Curse, and Sauron of X-Men Green. Mm -hmm. Can I just say, 
I really wish this was actually the initial Marauder storyline because that's how like they brought in the Marauders it's, early it's on. It's good. It's really good. The uh, coordinating with X Corps and how it uh, like they have to kind of deal with like uh, Marauders' mission is to like save mutants, but they're saving humans from these mutants that have gone rogue. Uh, and uh, Orcus is uh, not Orcus. Uh, X Corps is there to like kind of help with the uh, the. Uh, uh, what do you call it? The PR mm-hmm. uh, of of X Men Green and Orcus basically saying, "Oh, this is all falling into our trap." Eh, you know, uh, I thought it was great. Uh, Steve did a fabulous job with yeah, it. Yeah, it's and really the art was nice, enjoyable. I mean, I've liked this whole run of it, but I did know from the fucking get go that Curse was going to be the one yeah. behind it all because yeah, it's a throwaway yes. character. And they of did, Curse, they need to somehow like you know bring <laughs> yeah, I wish bring you her back from her joke. mild <laughs> Me too. murderousness of yeah. Uh, she got fucked up at the end of this. <laughs> <laughs> Good, I'm fine. I hate this version of Nature Girl. Eater, eater. Um, I know. I was. Sora. I want a redemptive arc for Nature I Girl. I don't think it's coming. Baby. No, it's no. just gonna be. Oh, you're fine. Bye-bye. I don't know though. I think it'll. I I assume. I hope because they'll keep being able to develop it within the Unlimited. Like Unlimited, what I like about it, we were the Cipher run. There was like two issues. We had Maggot. Um, like they tend to have the actual episode or issues that like we expect of a 500. Mm. issue x-men run like these are not everything is not driving the story forward everything's not setting up these pieces these are real characters having real growth so i do hope to your point that like when they rehabilitate nature girl it's sort of just like i it's the same thing as the phoenix i lost my way i'd like to think about it and hopefully hold it back but i'm also continually still going to fight this fight for fucking eco ecological safety like uh sustainability yeah, i don't know like, where they're gonna do because she's noticeably murdered lots of humans yeah. and that's probably gonna be on the news it is on the news and they talk about yeah. it at one point quite so literally like, the news was on i don't it. know Her how you'll grow back and they'll forget about do it. you think that will well i don't know how they would, they would tie it into the larger storyline but do you think that will matter as much now that we've seen steve rogers resurrected that they might start resurrecting humans <laughs> well, i didn't mean that i just meant the fact that she's a murderer yeah yeah what i'm human. saying what i'm saying though is that the Kill no man rule in might become void. I might, have, a, I have a feeling that they won't be resurrecting for much longer after this whole run. So I don't think humans are going to Do you come know something it. that we don't? <laughs> Jordan White's on his speed dial. Um, no, I also like that they kind of dealt with Cypher letting them go early, early on in the first X Men yeah. Green storyline. Mm-hmm. And he basically said, look, like we could put her, we could have put her in the pit, but her powers are, are connected to yeah. the earth. And the pit, even though it's part of Krakoa, is still part of the Earth. Yeah. And there's like nothing holding her. Like I had to let her go. I think that was. I, I'm I glad they dealt with that cipher. Do think this oh. is partially curses? Influence. Yeah. yeah. If Potentially. She's influencing oh, yeah. everyone in the story. Yeah. I do. Uh, yeah. I I do like the inclusion of it, horticulture as well. I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, it, great. Just fun, fun characters. It's good. it's nice to see <laughs> old women. It's nice to see old women. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, Honestly, truly. The panel sequence of Cipher making everyone's faces. Yeah. Made me lose sexual attraction to him. <laughs> the one where he's I don't know who is. That's how he comes. Who That's is Cypher's who is at the council That's making that face. face? Because he's Shaw. making the Sebastian faces. Shaw. Sebastian Shaw is taking a shit that's three <laughs> times larger than his asshole. Yeah, I mean, it's bad. That's his power. Do you give yourself a double that's chin Emma. when you shit? That that's seems, Emma. That seems like a lot of. I don't know. I don't know. That's sinister. I, I loved know. it. I thought. Yeah, I do think Steve did a fucking fantastic job. I think the run had like it's always the whole green run has been great, but I just have really appreciated no. his ability to take these characters. Even if further. you don't have Marvel Unlimited, they are. 
doing this in print form as well. Yeah, oh, like three yeah, months are. later, yes. they're just—I think they're just doing the green run. Is it collected? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's basically—it's like I don't a know larger together. They're showing it chunk team. by chunk. Yeah, I'm very curious, like what it would read like page by page because it's a vertical like oh, experience when you're yeah. reading it. So like Where when you're reading it, like you're stop. flipping it. Like I don't <laughs> scroll. Well, it's like making <laughs> pasta. <laughs> it's scroll, making yeah. pasta. You like pull it out slowly and it cuts every cut. Every Is time. that how you no. make pasta? An extruder. Yeah. yeah. Okay. See, thank cool. you. Uh, I, I am also still liking to continue on Cypher real quick. Uh, the amount of danger he presents to any vision of Krakoa um, that if I was someone like Beast, I would recognize him as being like one of the top yeah. potential threats because of how critical he's made himself and to control so many he has, yeah. activities within yeah. the organization. What, For sure. What happened to Araco, meaning the tree? It's still there. Have we seen him in a while? It's up Is on, he in the, um, it's up on, Ara- on, Ara- on Araco itself. Like, I think they are up there. I don't know what they're Well, I thought we saw it. It's it's also where their council is. Is it? Yeah, but the Great Ring. But no, I guess we don't know what's no happening There's no one who talks it. because yeah. Red Root's still stuck in a glass. Correct. Correct. <laughs> so yeah. still yeah. with the, yeah, the, the, the mad market. Or who I thought was going to be brought up when they went to the, the, the Crooked glass Market. Menagerie crooked Market, thank you. Yeah, Mad yeah. Jasper's Crooked Market. Mm-hmm. And if you like X-Men Green or don't like X-Men Green or haven't read it yet, but you do like drinks, we do have a special featured cocktail this week for our bar center on our instagram uh it's homo superior podcast it's the x-men green it's really really boozy and limey it's delicious limey Limey. (laughs) wait australian limey or he said blimey call blimey that's what i think australian you you know when i first saw blimey i thought they were talking about blimpy the sandwich (laughs) restaurant oh i deny have you ever heard of this little fucked up guy called blippy He's just some weird creepo who has like millions and millions of dollars from like children's programming he does on he did on YouTube and now he's just rich as fuck. No. Oh, I was strange. Th- I w- he's not that. I was thinking of that video of that like weird screaming UK mascot character. Oh, oh that, that's no, Blobby. That's Blobby. Blobby. Oh yeah, Blobby's fantastic. Blob- Blobby is terrifying. When I, in eighth grade, when I went to England, there was a, a show. I don't remember what it's called. Someone's house party or something where he and the the queen mother, not real queen mother, yeah. uh, fought over a tray Rupa. of cookies, and they're like trying to rip cookies oh out of each other's hands. Stupid! I've loved Blobby ever since, and I've got it over. All right, next up, next up, what? Next it, up, it, it's the news, <laughs> and I'm doing the news, everybody. <laughs> it's so Clark here, and the news. No, shut up. <laughs> Namor's a mutant in the Marvel universe. The what? MCU is that good? Yes. Yeah, of course. And <laughs> supposedly, and not supposedly, it was a plan. Supposedly, the the post credit scene for the first Black Panther was going to be. Him walking into there's so Wakanda was going to be shown the palace and then he's gonna we're just gonna see some wet footprints leading up to the throne. Oh. This is per Feige, who actually director Ryan Coogler was the one who had wanted to include this, but they it's kind of a cool tease, yeah. 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 Anyway, so I didn't realize. I guess I just kind of forgot that we're actually gonna have this character being not Atlantis. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. gonna be um, Tlalocan, which was a paradise. This is actually based on the real story, um, Aztec mythology, um, which is a level of the underworld. Uh, for those who died of drowning, floods, oh. and storms, ruled by the deity Tlaloc. Very cool that they included this in the yeah. mythology. Yeah, so awesome. it's cool. This one's going to be just an island town 
underwater, basically. But it, like Key West. So or? I don't think it's going to be an underworld. <laughs> wow, exactly. too soon, Brent. But I do oh. like the fact that. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I was not even thinking about that. I apologize. That we can have the Panther God and we can have Tlaloc as the rain deity that can hopefully maybe show up if I've actually already and seen. And if they did Moon Knight right, they could have had you know the fucking Egyptian yeah. mythology too. But they didn't. They fucked it up. Thanks, so Marvel. So obviously yeah. we're excited for the mutantdom of it all. Yeah. I think he should have been the first one introduced. Uh, sorry, Miss Marvel. Miss yeah. Marvel. Marvel. It's so people online are stupid, uh, mad if you can believe it. And what what they're mad is that none of the real mutants, as they say, air quotes around them, uh, have been introduced. Have been introduced. No, I'm not doing that quote, Adam. Uh, none of the real beauties are there. <laughs> Christina yeah. told me that none of the real mutants would be here, and she was right. <laughs> As as Adam said, none of the real beauties are there, and so, uh, so but uh, so I, Kaylin, you posed this question weeks ago, and you giggled and you said, "Is this just how they're introducing mutants?" With a chuckle, like, do we like this introduction? I introduction. really introduced <laughs> the introduction. Hey guys, sorry, I got a sorry, I, I didn't introduce. Sorry, I was just thinking of something else real quick. So, <laughs> what were you saying? I'm okay. Well, well, I'm loving what Marvel is doing, and I'm also hating it for two reasons. One. I like the idea of Namor being a mutant and like that's he's one of the early mutants that we're seeing. Right. Kamala Khan uh, being revealed as a mutant. I really, really like that. What I don't like is because of the multiverse of it all, you've got bringing in these actors who played these characters in a different universe when 20th Century Fox had the right. So bringing in Patrick Stewart as Charles Xavier only to die two seconds later thanks to Wanda or what we're going to talk about here in a second. Oh yeah, so Deadpool. They Ryan Reynolds was just in it and a bit of a YouTube advertisement thing, but not a real trailer. Mm. Where <laughs> if we find out that Hugh Jackman is going to play a Wolverine for the final time, mm-hmm. um, we also found out that there was a lips uh, lip service guy, guy who reads lips, who is online. He usually does it for baseball games and stuff. Oh. Yeah, and I couldn't find it. I just good. looked like he's been Joe Blow or something. John Blow put to good use um, finally. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Joe Blow's a complete entertainment. Yeah. So, anyways, <laughs> it basically talks about their them stabbing, fucking explosions, the fact that they said we're in our prime. So, like, the two actors are in their prime, and then at the end they say thank you, Kevin Feige. They've also said no. that this will not mess with Logan. They did say that because right. Logan takes place in 2029. Exactly, yeah. So, I mean, what uh, difference John, does it make? John Boy, excuse me. J O M B O Y. To me, to me it feels like that a, a Deadpool is the safest place to have mm-hmm. the introduction of, you know, these other film characters the, because the, the goes, people will get non-canonical. less canonical. <laughs> it's it, that I mean it's it's fine. It's a little bit of uh, having your cake and eat it too because you're sure. you can do it to that point of like, oh, this doesn't actually matter because it's whatever, it's non-canonical and it makes like the old school fanboys happy. Great, but I was hoping for a clean break. And I know we are past that. Once they had Patrick Stewart in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, I just want yeah. that to be its own thing Kaylin, and us to have a new thing. No You're not getting Danny DeVito as Wolverine. Get over right. it. God, can you stop breaking my heart, please? Can you stop? Speaking of Danny DeVito, I saw a very fun <laughs> proposal mm-hmm. about how to judge the behavior of male characters in TV shows. Okay. Which is, it's called the Danny DeVito rule. If you replace the actor playing the role with Danny DeVito and their behavior looks Ooh. psychopathic, that character is psychopathic. That's such an indictment on poor Danny DeVito. He though. thinks it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> he well, did, good. Now he, we did, can do he that. did a whole video I love it. for GQ 
judging people's tattoos of himself. That's amazing. <laughs> so did you do it with him? What an icon. Was there any yeah. examples? or what? No, so If you replaced both oh, so, in so, these teasers, if you replaced both Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman with Danny DeVito, would you have been impressed? I would, I would have been have, so yeah. happy. Oh, I, I, think, I, would have been I think Ryan Reynolds would work for him. They want to be a psychopath. Is that right? <laughs> so like uh, an example would be Pin Badgley in you. Yes. If you replaced him with Danny DeVito. <laughs> He mean, would be a psycho. I mean, your favorite Reed Richards. Yes. Well, I didn't say my favorite Reed Richards. I just thought it was okay. Uh, it's, 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 Deadpool is okay. <laughs> <laughs> what? what is happening? Okay. He's uh, broken, baby. Let's yeah. go to the next one. Oh, yeah. The other one is that this is exciting. Armor Wars is going to be a movie and not a six-episode t- six TV show. Great idea. Uh, yeah, that All makes right. sense. It's actually cool that we're seeing another Iron Man movie. Yes. Which is... It it makes sense. We haven't seen one in nine years. Don Cheadle gives well, him a budget. Too. It also yeah. that's what I say. It shows. I think it shows respect to John Cheadle as an actor and also his character as War Machine. Like I think it's like he was interesting. He was fun in Endgame. Like I I'm not a big. I never really liked Tony Stark that much. So I'm just like, give me more. What? I just want more. He is the cameo queen. We talk about. Uh, yeah. He is like the most cameos. I feel like he really does. Uh, and also I think. Um, Trying to pad out a six-episode series mm-hmm. makes doesn't make sense. To make it a two and a half hour I movie. Mean, they're, they're, a bunch the, of the, armor the, fighting. The iron, uh, iron wars. Um, the armor wars. <laughs> the iron needed to in certain characters' r- machines to make it like realistic looking can't be done in a TV show. I Probably uh, correct. Economic well. speaking, because yeah. you want like yeah. you need like your Act Two set piece, your Act One set piece, and your Act Three set piece. That's so it. Where like Ironheart could work because she's still like actually physically like making these armors. Mm-hmm. So like I think that's more. Uh, it's more doable. Do we yes. know if this is getting released directly to Disney Plus? No, or, okay. it's supposed to be an actual movie, movie release, movie, oh, wow, theatrical okay. release. But I think uh, they just can also. I think. I mean, it sounds like, and actually, I don't know if it was on our news list, but like, uh, Mashur Hala Ali is like, Blade's fucked. Oh yeah, the director, <laughs> the director left. Yeah, yes. and so I think it's part of the reconfiguring. Would you I would say that Blade imagine. is kind of dull? Oh. No, why would you? That doesn't make any sense in the context of this. But uh, it just the more that they're made, I I have a, I assume <laughs> that they think they can make more money off of this by putting it as a out as a movie and bringing people back to that level. They can make even more money by making seventy five percent of it and then canceling it and having it as a tax write off. Well, and well, and I also well, I topical. Wow, Warner. but I it like it makes me sad. <laughs> but I did have this thought that I'm like, it's probably because the content a is probably not big enough for a movie, but also. There's nothing in it that they couldn't release it everywhere. Like, there's not going to be the gay. Everyone loves scene. iron, and everyone loves man, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and everyone loves blood. Also, I am uh, related to Blade. I am just started the fourth season of What We Do in the Shadows, and Naja really wanting the vampire <laughs> night. I want a vampire nightclub like in Blade. I want a sprinkler <laughs> well, with I, blood. Yes. It's so good. It's you so good. It. it go. I spoilers. It goes off later. Off well, there's the episode, yeah. the episode where Wesley Snipes shows up. So good. I haven't. Second I haven't gotten in the second or no, in the yeah. end of first. It was the end of first. Yeah, yeah. he's part of the vampire council, yeah. and he's like on Zoom, and like no. it's yeah, all yeah. like broken up. If I, he probably just walked out of the set one day and was like, "What do you mean we're not shooting a vampire <laughs> rave?" Fuck I, you. I, I love. <laughs> in theory, that means that show is in the MCU. Of course, that's in the MCU. Guillermo is going to be one of the Avengers. Thank you very much. Homosexual. Yes, he is. All right, so this is the rumor: Harrison Ford is going to be the new Thunderbolt Ross. In the, I uh, guess, in the Thunderbolts movie. Yeah. Um, I, what, 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 what this is after William Hurt died. 
Yeah, are they just gonna full on replace him? Yeah, or he's or like, okay? oh, I mean, this is the rumor. I don't. He's, he's my older <laughs> son. Well, I don't need him. <laughs> okay, Don Cheadle replaced uh, what's his face as War Machine. That's true. And it's from yeah, but that was after Cat- one. Yeah. This is after five, and they're replacing Harrison Ford. Do fucking we need hates. it? Yeah, no, I don't need it. I'm just He'll the only reason like they're gonna keep it is because his name is the same. Yeah. Don't care. J- just one thing. If you told me many years ago when the MCU was getting started that. Han Solo would be playing Thunderbolt Ross, Ross in a fucking like total universe of it. I would you I would, would say I'm only 11 years old stranger please stop talking <laughs> please to stop me. Talking. Who are those people sir? But it's just sure, I'll take your it's candy. so wild that every major Hollywood actor has to be rotates involved. Every when is property. when is when is every Mark property. Hamill coming in to do do a bit whatever? I would love that. He should definitely do some sort of voice acting. He's oh, a he's a phenomenal. Well, voice didn't actor. he do the voice of the Hobgoblin in the Spider-Man cartoon that in the nineties? Right. That feels yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, I like it. Yeah, but I, him being there, I don't want it to even happen. I don't you, need to. So I don't, I don't need the, a recasting. I just you just want gone. the character Done. to be just dead off die. screen. Open, yeah. I don't give a shit. How are they going to bring in Betty Ross though? We don't need her. <laughs> I'm just don't kidding. need Thunder her. Betty just Ross. kidding. <laughs> I mean, if the Hulk <laughs> stuff is going, is, is going to be World War Hulk. Diabetes. Just sticking a dull blade in there. She has a. She has that great superhero name. Flag it. Oh, you know what that sound means. Um, as always, we like to wrap up with a little something we call Plug Me Daddy, where we each get to a chance to quickly highlight something we've read, heard, seen, or felt this week and want to share with you, our little homos. Um, who would like to start? Kalen, why don't we start with you? So I started watching Andor. Oh. I have not even finished the first episode, but here's why it's a plug. Okay. Because it's a Star Wars show that isn't starting on fucking Tatooine. Thank you. I'm so happy about that. It is. It it's was a city. It's a, it's a cityscape. <laughs> Not the first ten minutes. <laughs> it's a, the first ten minutes. Well, it's in the modern era. Another desert. <laughs> it's another desert. No, it's uh, it's a rainy city, and I'm like, I'm so happy to see a cityscape. Blade Runner, yeah. Blade Runner esque yeah, yeah, yeah. thing. And like then if, the next three episodes takes place in something that's kind of a dump. Oh, shut up! Like, I like it. That's awful. Me too. I'm talking I'm about the first twenty minutes. I, I enjoy like, the first twenty minutes. That's my plug. <laughs> Goddamn it! I just like that the droid actually talks, and he's like, "Well, I'm not really sure." Well, it's like uh, K2SO <laughs> from uh, Rogue One. Yeah, it's exactly. like sarcastic as fuck. Let droids I, talk. I guess I was also gonna plug Andor, but okay, I've cool. only seen the first four episodes. <laughs> That counts. I don't know if that counts all more than just one 20 minute segment of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you try a lot talk, of people are very. Yeah, are, this, I think this. there are people online who are currently critical of it because they say it's too slow. <laughs> yeah, and I Clark act, is right here. I, <laughs> I, I, I liked episode four. I think so far it's pretty well structured as a show that wants to have multiple seasons and yeah. have intricate political drama because at each point of it, I'm feeling say the same more. feelings I had when I first watched Rogue Game one. of Thrones. Oh. That mm. there is a lot in this world that I don't understand and don't know, mm-hmm. and each new uh, character that comes in makes it feel like it's richer rather than flatter. So, uh, the actress playing Mon Mothma is one of my favorites. I love her so much. She's fantastic. So That's why she's I liked episode four because she's fucking in it. Yeah, it's. Uh, um, I would just like to plug Andor because I think <laughs> it's. And I've seen the fifth episode, which hasn't come out yet. It's. It is really. It's really interesting. It is a little bit more slice of life, so I understand why people get frustrated or are a little bit bored in the beginning. But they are creating a world that is more engaging than we've seen with Star Wars, where we're just relying on. 
on our previous known characters. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Clark, what you got to plug, baby? Um, what's yours? Uh, mine is If it's actually, Andor, I'm going to throw myself no, out this window. No, no. It's got to be some video game we've never heard it of. It is we'll another play video game. game. I haven't even, like, I literally started it for two minutes before I was trying to finish <laughs> this Four Tales game. But I got to tell you, so it's called Trails of Zero. It is a, like, I don't know. It's a prequel series to a list of, I don't know, 10 games. Like, it's this huge history. It's a Japanese RPG. Japanese RPGs are coming back big, baby. And this thing got ported to Switch. I'm losing my fucking mind because I've been obsessed with the series for, like, years. I haven't even played most of the games because I'm waiting until they all come on Switch. But I can tell you that the minute I booted it up, I said, oh, because they used to have it on Vita. If anybody knows, Trill House. Okay. But it was just like, uh, it is going to be pure Japanese RPG goodness, and I've been waiting for this fucking game to come stateside. So if you like Japanese RPGs, check out the Trail series as soon as possible. Cool. What's that available on? Uh, most of them are on PS4 or PS5 and then or PS3. Switch has a couple. You can get them on Vita. But the Trails of series, Trails in the Sky, all this shit, that's the ones that I've played. I haven't gone to like the 3D versions because they take place later than the mm-hmm. ones that I've been trying to finish. Brent, did you have something before I do mine? No, mine was, mine was actually going to be Andor, but Kaylin's seen 10 minutes of it. Andor what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just didn't know you had your... Okay, anyway, so mine is going to be the opposite. It's like, you know, when, when it's not plugging daddy, it's when you pull it out and Unplug. the guy hadn't douche properly and shit comes out all over the place. Mud so mine slime. is... Thank you, listeners. Um, Thank you. Mine is the new Ryan Murphy uh, Jeffrey Dahmer movie, uh, TV show, which ooh. I think is one of the most offensive things that's come on television oh, in ages. Yeah. So it is the number one Netflix show. Of course it is. Opening, and I think it, it like, if any straight people it? watch it, it's like a bias, you know, what? confirmation bias. We're like, oh, gays are pieces yeah. of shit. They are monsters that should... I yeah. it's it's evil. The all the people, not all the people, but multiple people whose like siblings and cousins were Family-wise. murdered by him. Mm-hmm. Rita Isbell, uh, one of them, she brought to the fact that they weren't consulted at all. Oh god, this is like re-trauma because really? they're literally really showing it. So there's one scene where this actress who says, "I'm so glad that you guys gave me like this and to show me how like important it is and the stuff." No, it, it, every single line is literally from when she was at court talking at Jeffrey Dahmer and saying like just like showing the emotions. Every single line. And this woman is vowedly fucking offended. They didn't give them any money. No consulting at all. Ryan Murphy, I think, is one of the worst people in the oh, world. Yeah. Oh, Every yeah. Sing- all he does is just gay trauma, gay murder, over and over and over and over again. I can't watch any of his shit ever since he kills so many gays constantly in American Horror Story all the fucking time. Did you watch the entire series? I watched maybe the first eight. Uh, I can't yeah. watch it. <laughs> off. I hate How many it. episodes is it? It's also this. Oh, no, I didn't watch the series at all because of gotcha. the fact I'm okay. not watching this. I'm not giving Sorry. money to this piece of I, shit. Anybody who watches it, part of the fucking problem. There's so many people. It's like a lot There's of them are just like the ones talking about this are the like the black children, black kids and black like teenagers. They're telling people not to watch it. Getting it murdered. Is tra- it's tra- it's trauma yeah. for those and families. Yes. And they, yeah. It's evil. And it makes me so mad that people love Ryan Murphy so much because yeah. he's a bad person. It's I also agree. not like there's a shortage of other. If you want to consume information about okay. Jeffrey Dahmer, yes. there is much Thoughtful better available <laughs> shit out there. To, to me, I think. True crime is fine watching if it's a documentary. Yeah. If it is fictionalized version of yeah. people, especially yeah. people whose relatives are still alive, people who were murdered by this person who yes. might be still alive it's as well. Disgustingly or, or, or voyeuristic. Or evil. I'm tired of humanity wanting to see fictional death of people that are real. Agreed. I, I agree completely. Um, did you see the meme of, you know, it's the... Uh, uh, from uh, Parks and Recreation, it's the uh, the uh, Native American person who basically always yes. makes fun of white people. Yes. And it's like saying, 
Uh, I've learned two things about white people. They love serial killer shows and they hate Black Mermaid. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did see that. It's it really so good. fucking true. It's so goddamn true. I do love that Netflix is like, there is a bunch of news stories about how Netflix goes, uh, we're changing the designation of this from uh, you know, LGBTQ uh, to uh, just regular thriller because gay people thriller. are like, wow. um, we don't want that kind of representation. Yeah. No. It's the anti-Babadook. It's, yeah. Oh, my God. I hate... I can't... I can't, yeah. I can't right. believe yeah. that society's uh, like this. Also, uh, what's-his-face looks like white RuPaul. <laughs> yes, he I, does. Jer- sure. Jeffrey it's, Dahmer is... Also, is Netflix done. was trying, like, for a while, they were like, um, see, they actually get along of, like... They showed him, the actor, and then like one of his victims from oh, the Netflix show. The, and they're like, the they're actor? actually friends. And you're like, oh. yeah, no shit. The actor didn't murder him. <laughs> and real one, one of the cousins said that ever, like, uh, one of the murderers on. murdered uh, children. I'll just say children because a lot of them were fucking yeah, 14 yeah, years yeah. old and shit. Yeah. Um, basically says every single time a new thing comes out or it's going to be announced to come out. They get like the teenagers and any cousins or any like nephews and nieces of anybody just get re-traumatized oh, by God. the fact it's fucked up. Why do we so need eighty-five of this this monster story? Support queer Anyways. culture in a good way. Yes. Watch RuPaul's Drag Race Philippines. Yeah, thank you. All right, <laughs> that's been our episode. Don't forget to rate and review us. You can find us on Twitter at Homo Superior X and Instagram at Homo Superior Podcast. We've got a bar sinister out this week and every week for the next few. Hopefully, fingers crossed. And uh, next week, some of us will be at New York Comic Con where we'll have our happy hour on Saturday, October 8th at Social Drink and Food. Uh, we should have some more creator crushes coming out soon. Yep. They're going to be gay. They're going to be about food. It's going to be great. As I say, whenever this happens, Clark won't be there. So if you're only coming for Clark, don't go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That was going to be our We've, special guest. Now yeah, it's That's ruined. Clark's real plug. <laughs> We've been Homo Superior, the only podcast where Adam has a boyfriend. Bye, little homos. <laughs> Bye. Bye.